Mike, we need to pray that our country would be opened back up. I mean, I don't know how to handle everything, but uh, I do know one thing. I uh, know one church was running 3,000 in Sunday school, and now they're down to 300. A little church like ours, you take 15 or 20 out of it, and you can tell the difference. And uh, it's, it's that way all over. It just seems to me like it. Uh, everywhere you look, uh, I went by a place, a church, and on the marquee in front of the church, it says, uh, Sunday morning, the gathering will be gathering. That same church used to have on the marquee, come worship with us together in the house of the Lord. There's a difference in gathering and worshiping the Lord. Amen. And I just, uh, I don't know what's happening in this country right now, but when it comes to church, uh, uh, the old devil really tell you, I never thought in my lifetime that uh, the church would be attacked like it's being attacked today by the devil. And the strangest things he uses to get it done. If you would please, Proverbs 22. I want to just read one verse, if I can. Proverbs 22, verse 2. I seldom ever do this, but it says exactly what I want to hear. The rich and poor meet together. The Lord is a maker of them all. Pray with me, please. Heavenly Father, I ask that you to help us to see today and all of those who listen to the message today will understand that both the rich and the poor meet together the same before God. Bless us, we pray now, in Jesus' name. Amen. Romans 3, verse 23 says, For all of sin comes short to the glory of God. Now, that's both rich and poor. Romans 10, 13. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. That's both rich and poor. Many times in the Bible... God puts the rich and the poor in the same category. Proverbs 22, verse 2, the rich and the poor meet together. Now, very quick, I want to show you some things that the Bible says about the rich and poor meeting together. Number one, they meet together in death. Hebrews 9:27 says, It is appointed unto men, and that is all men. Notice now, it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this, the judgment. If there's one thing I've learned as a pastor preaching funerals and preaching and being with people in death, it is that there is no respect for a person when it comes to death. Where you're rich or where you're poor, you're going to die. Now, the rich might be able to afford better doctors. They might be able to afford better medicines or more medicines than the poor can. Uh, but uh, one thing I learned, we must all meet together before God alike when it comes to this matter of death. And many times I've been to the hospitals and I've had a doctor come out in the hallways with me and say to me, Preacher, I've done all I can now, pray, and it's up to you to pray and get God to intervene. What he was saying to me, I don't care how much money you got, whether you're rich or poor, when it comes time for you to die, you're going to die. You meet together, both rich and poor. And a lot of rich people think they can buy a doctor, they can buy medicine, they can buy their health, 
When it comes time to die, both rich and poor die alike. Amen? When it comes to the rich and the poor alike in sorrow. Job said in Job verse 14, uh, chapter 14, verse 1, Man, that is all man, that is born of a woman, is of a few days and full of trouble. Everybody wants to feel sorry for the poor person who has trouble and uh, in their homes or in their lives or with their children. But I have seen personally rich people have the same problems or literally more problems than some of the poor when it comes to family matters and problems in their lives. Uh, I've learned one thing. Both rich and poor need the same kind of love. They need to love the Lord. They need to love us as, as much as poor people do. When trouble of life comes, the rich in the earth can bring no comfort. Only the presence of Jesus our Lord can soothe the soul of a troubled heart. John 14, verse 1, Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. I love that verse. That means both rich and poor. Listen to it. Let not your heart be troubled. You know how you do that? By the Lord Jesus Christ in your life. The rich and the poor meet together in hell. I want you to turn to Luke chapter 12 with me just a second. Luke chapter 12. And I want to begin to read, please, in verse 15. And he said unto them, Take heed, beware of covetousness. For a man's life consisteth not in the abundance of things which he possesses. And he spake a parable unto them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentiful. And he thought within himself, saying, what shall I do? Because I have no room where to bestow my fruits. And he said, This will I do. I will pull down my barns and build greater. And there will I bestow all my fruits and my goods. And I will say to my soul, Thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said unto him, Thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required to thee. Then who shall these things, those things be which thou hast provided? So he that layeth up treasure for himself and is not rich towards God. Several years ago, after I got saved in fact, there was a man took me under his wing and uh, carried me out visiting. And the church we was going to, uh, he he just every time all the time he had I mean he was out visiting he's knocking on doors he's winning people to the Lord and I I never will forget some of the people talking about he didn't have much but buddy <coughs> he was a soul winner he's winning people to the Lord and they talked about I heard some of the people talking about all he's concerned is about uh, people's lives and soul winning and, and serving the Lord but he don't care for his family. And so on. But he went to work for me and he was doing good with his family. But they wanted to say how poor he was and always talking about how poor he was and having pity on him. Did you know what the Bible says about that man? He's got more treasures in heaven than all the rest of them put together. He's rich. Amen. And so I find some. The rich and the poor meet together in hell too, if you would please, in Luke chapter 12, verse 16 through 22. Now, uh, again, God said, Jesus is the only way to miss hell and go to heaven. John 14, verse 6. Now, go with me just a minute to Revelation chapter 20. Revelation chapter 20. 
And I want you to look at verse 12. Revelation chapter 20 and verse 12. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. And the books were opened, and another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. Now, if you'll notice something here, uh, God's Word says both the rich and the poor must trust Christ as a Savior then to go to heaven. He keeps a book on both the rich and the poor when it comes to eternal life. And so we notice that again, the rich and poor meet together in judgment. Now, going back to Revelation for just a minute, turn over to Revelation chapter 6 and watch this, beginning in verse 12. And I beheld when he had opened his sixth seal, and lo, there was a great earthquake. And the sun became black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon became as blood, and the stars of heaven fell upon the earth even as a fig tree catches her untimely figs when she is shaken of a mighty wind. And the heaven departeth as a scroll when it is rolled together. And every mountain and island were moved out of their places. And the kings of the earth and the great men and rich men and the chief captains and the mighty men and every bondman and every free man hid themselves in the dens and in the rocks of the mountains and said to the mountains and rocks, Fall on us and hide us from the face of him that sitteth on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of his wrath is come. Who shall be able to stand? Now watch this. When the great white throne judgment of God Almighty takes place, the rich and the poor who have rejected God's Son, the Lord Jesus Christ as their Savior, will be cast in the lake of fire together. No one on that day will be asked, how many cars do you have? Uh, what kind of big home do you have? How much money you got in the bank? And on and on. It won't make any difference on that day. All who reject Christ will be judged for rejecting God's Son and His shed blood on the cross for the remission of our sin. They're all alike. I know one thing, God dealt with me very severely one time here at this church because I was knocking on every door around here. I, I got out when we started this church, I knocked on every door I could, and I'd invite them to church, and I'd witness to them. And I went up to this big, big mansion up here on top of the hill, and I went right by. I mean, he had a gate to go into the place and everything, and I just drove right on by. And uh, I said, you can't talk to them people. And I, I, I drove on by, and two or three times I'd visit in that neighborhood, and I'd drive right on by. And one day God said to me, uh, the rich need God too. The rich need to be saved too. Isn't it somehow we think that only the poor needs to be saved? Uh, we, we go to poor people, and we talk to poor people all the time. But I learned something. The rich need to be saved too. Several years ago, I went uh, and to companies and and uh, chairman of the board, uh, presidents of companies. And I got to lead nine presidents and chairman of the board of big companies in Tampa to the Lord just because I took my Bible and promised God, you let me get an appointment with them and I'll witness to them. And I found out something. They need to be saved too. Amen? Just like the poor people do. And I thank God, though, that poor people need to be saved also. I go by the street. I, I, it just seems like we get more 
and more beggars in Brandon are poor people out on the street begging for something all over Brandon it seems like and I passed some other door and I, I, my heart goes out to them I can't help it my heart just goes out to them I see somebody standing there I said uh, if he can stand out there in that hot sun all day long isn't it something at least he's doing something and trying his best and my heart goes out to it but you know what that fellow needs the Lord too just as much as that rich man needs the Lord and if I have learned one thing, the rich and the poor will meet together in judgment when it comes to the judgment seat of God one of these days. The rich and the poor meet together in salvation. Now I think God, both the rich and the poor, can be saved. I like Romans 10:13. Amen. It's so simple. Whosoever. That means anybody. That's the reason I like to preach. I like to go soul winning. I like to stand with my Bible any chance I get and preach anywhere I can because I really do believe that anybody, I don't care your status, I don't care how poor you are, I don't care how rich you are, God loves you and He wants to save your soul. Abraham was a rich man. Lazarus was a poor man. Now the Bible is full of both the rich and the poor of being saved alike. Did you know that Abraham was one of the richest men on the face of the earth during his time? And think about it. He was saved by God's grace. 2 Corinthians 8 verse 9. For ye know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, that ye might through his poverty be made rich. The rich and the poor meet God alike. Turn with me to 1 Peter chapter 1 for just a minute. Just back up a little bit in 1 Peter chapter 1. And look with me please in verse 18 and 19. <clears throat> For as much as you know that you are not redeemed with a couple of things of silver and gold from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ as a lamb without blemish and without spot. I, when I think about this, I think about a man that I knew years ago that I went to witness to after I got saved. And I knew he was a rich man. And I sat down and tried to lead him to the Lord. And this is what he told me. He said, Ledoux, I've helped more people than you can ever help. He said, I go to synagogue once a year. He said, what makes you think I'm not going to heaven? By all the things I've done for people and helped people. And I said to him, all your riches don't mean a thing when it comes to you going to heaven. And I believe it with all my soul, brother, you can't buy your way into heaven. And I know a lot of people that think that the more money they give when it comes to the offering or the more prestige they got in business that they got a, a set. I was reading just last night. Did you know that when it comes to the marriage, supper of the Lamb, God give an illustration and uh, he's talking about who should be the highest and so on at the meeting. And he said, when you come in, don't take the high seat. Take the low seat. And back then you have to go back now in, in the old days and understand how it was. They had in a circle in their home and, and the main one set up here. He was uplifted. The, the, uh, the highest person in the room was up here, the king or whatever. And then they seated around him, 
and right on down to the poorest person. The lower you got, the poorer you were. And Jesus said, when you walk in the room, don't take the high seat. Take the low seat. And then if you're called up by the king, you're uplifted. But if you come in and take the highest seat, and the king says to you, get down from here, go down there where you belong, then you're abated. Amen? You know what that made me think of? That made me think of, I am saved by God's grace. You talk about humble. Brother, I ain't got enough money. I ain't got enough prestige. And for me to go around bragging on my salvation, you know the only one I brag on is the Lord Jesus Christ. He saved me. by I don't deserve anything. If I deserve anything, it'd be hell. God saved me by His grace, and I have to give Him the glory for everything He does. And what I'm saying today is that the rich and the poor meet together in salvation. I don't care who you are. All your money can't save you. But if you'll turn your faith to Christ Jesus, He'll save you. I don't care who it is. If you're the poorest guy in town. I know some people, and I could name some names, and some of you know them, but all they hear from them, every time I get around them, poor, poor, pitiful me. That's all they talk about. Poor, poor, pitiful me. They have just a time of saying, poor are they. And all i got to say is, that God's richest grace is unto you too. Amen? Listen, what I'm saying today is this. You must face it, all of us. We all must go the way of death. And if Jesus doesn't come soon, rich or poor, don't depend on your riches or your poor condition to go to heaven. You must depend on Jesus to save you. I don't care who you are. Number two, you must learn we all suffer alike. Money can't buy you peace and happiness and joy. You ever been to a, a doctor's office and sit there? I don't understand something. You get a doctor's appointment, you might see him in a couple of hours. Amen. And I told one one day, I said, my time is just as precious as your time. You know, I've been sitting out here waiting all this time. But you look around the room and you notice that people have cancers on their face. Just like I had one took off my neck the other day and I looked around that room, there's rich people in there. You tell. I looked at, uh, the other day this lady I was talking to in the doctor's office and I'm one of these guys that uh, if I meet somebody, I'm going to talk to her. Don't sit over like a stump for me. And I'm going to say, hi, how you doing? And she had on this big diamond ring. I said, man, you give me that thing, I can pay off the dead of our church. Hey, Amen. Hey, let me tell you something. She had money, and you could tell it. Amen. But guess what? She had to see a doctor, too. She had problems, too. And riches ain't going to stop that. It goes right on, brother. You can't buy peace. You can't buy happiness. You can't buy joy. The rich and the poor suffer alike. We must remember hell is full of both rich and poor people alike that reject the Lord Jesus Christ. We must remember God will judge all lost sinners alike. But thank God, God's salvation is to whosoever believes in His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. That's the reason I love this book so much and God so much and His Savior so much that I can say to anybody and I can encourage anybody, I don't care who you are, come to the Lord Jesus. Just as you are. You know it? Just as you are. 
not but a bunch of money. I was trying to lead a man to the Lord right here in this church one day. He came forward and I said, Sir, why didn't you come? He said, I want to get saved. But he said, I, I, I don't think I can, preacher. You don't understand what I've done. I said, I don't want to know either. That's between you and God. Amen. And I, I said, I do know one thing. God can forgive you anything if you can. He said, i got to go get things right. And he talked about going back and talking to people, getting everything and paying off his bill, getting everything right. I said, no, no, that's not the way God works. You get your heart right with God first, and then you get things paid off. Amen. Then you get things. You get saved first. And then God gives you a different heart. And you know what He did? He got up and walked away without Christ. And it bothers me to this day that I've never seen Him since. And I wonder, did He make a decision for Christ just as He is? And that's the reason I encourage people. I don't care how much money you got. Don't make any difference to me. I don't care how poor you are. Don't make any difference to me. Come just the way you are to Christ Jesus. We all got to come to life at the throne. I heard a preacher preach one time a message and I never have forgotten it. He said, at the foot of the cross, the ground is level. You ever thought about that? The foot of the cross, around the cross, the ground is level. He said, you know why that is? Anybody can come. Amen. He made it that way. He hung on the cross where anybody could come. And I'm so glad we're saved by grace and not by money and not by might, but by the grace of God. Stand with me, please. Heavenly Father, I ask You to bear upon anybody that's listening's heart and mind today that they can come to Jesus just the way they are. Romans 10.13 still works. It's the Word of God. Whosoever should call, that's all they got to do. Whosoever should call upon the name of the Lord, if they'll just say, Lord Jesus, I believe you're the Savior. Would you save my soul? He'll do it. And Father, I pray that you will. Bless us as your people today, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's sing something, please. Turn to page 8.